exist because your leadership and influence matters. This is Lauren Carreras, and we're here today with Denise Harlow talking about the importance of family traditions, which is appropriate as we're about to head into the craziness of holiday season. Uh, Denise, why do you think this is important to talk about? Well, I really think traditions are important because they give children just this sense of belonging and security to a, a, a family unit or others say a tribe, but just lets them feel this, this belonging that we just really can't get otherwise. And I do always feel sad for families that maybe don't have any traditions. And that's where I hope the church can step in and give them some. But uh, I want to help you all out there and encourage you all to possibly start some traditions, even if you didn't grow up with any, so that uh, you can help your kids have that meaningful memory in their life. Lauren, you mentioned that you'd read about that recently. You want to share a little more about that? Yeah, so I am in kids ministry, and you know, uh, Orange uh, is a great company. They put out a lot of amazing resources, and they talk about six things that kids need over time. And two of those things are fun over time, which builds connection, and another thing is tribes over time builds a sense of belonging. And so I think you're right. I think uh, doing these things that might end up feeling a little bit repetitive year after year uh, can really build into your kids two of those things that they need and can connect them to your family in an amazing way. Can you talk about a little bit of what traditions you did growing up? Well, I don't have any really strong memories as far as Thanksgiving goes, as far as traditions, except probably what everybody else does, you know, turkey and pumpkin pie and pecan pie uh, growing up myself. But I tried to be a little more intentional with you girls growing up having some traditions for Thanksgiving, even if it was just talking about uh, what we're thankful for around the table before we eat or a dessert or sometime in there, just so we really uh, grasp what the day is about. I think some of our most special memories in the last 10 years on Thanksgiving have been just hearing each other talk about life and what's been meaningful to to them. And we do have to pass around the Kleenex for especially Becca and Grandma, don't we? (laughs) But it's okay. Let's face it. We all get a little emotional. We do. And, uh, but it's, that's a good thing. And also I love it when we play games, it can be any games, that's just it's the sense of fun that you talked about mm-hmm. that I really feel like it's important. The trick I feel like can be as the women, a lot of times the tradition depends on us. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes really hard because if you're tired and you've been cooking turkey and you're thinking, well, I don't care if we do that. I don't really care if we play a game. I don't feel like playing a game, but you know, but I have really had to push myself um, and say, yeah, we're going to do this and I'll go get it out and say, come on, get it rolling, be the one that instigates it. And sometimes that's the hardest part is being the instigator of something 
especially if your family isn't used to it, or sometimes they'll even laugh and joke and say, oh, no, not that again. But um, it's it really does build some great memories. Um, yeah, I think it definitely takes the extra effort. Um, as a family, we're living life, you know, normal day-to-day stuff side-by-side, but it it takes extra effort to have more intentional, more vulnerable conversations. And those conversations at Thanksgiving, we always go around the table, like my mom said, and say what we're thankful for. We allow that to be a really meaningful moment. And I have memories of many different Thanksgiving tables and getting to hear that even you know I'm important to the to my family um, made such an impact on me and I think you're right it does take a lot of intentionality and you do have to start it you as the mom are bearing most of the relational responsibility I think in those settings Um, but once your kids catch on they will instigate a lot of those things and I, they won't let you forget That's true. <laughs> if they like those traditions, they will be very offended. In fact, if you forget yeah. to do one of them, it's true. It's true. It becomes really important to them. Um, I, we had a lot more Christmas traditions growing up than we had Thanksgiving, but before we move into that aspect, I've actually read what some other people have done at Thanksgiving and it might spur some ideas for you all out there or, some great memories as well. And you will have different seasons of your family life when your kids are little. You can't do the same things as when they're in elementary or junior high. And high school, whole uh, another area of life. They're like, why can't my friend come over or whatever? And usually you girls didn't ask for that too much, but I think if it's a friend who doesn't have family, I think that's a great idea to have them over and, and participate. Um, yeah, I just think it's so much more important. But now we're at a stage where we have grandchildren. So it's a whole nother Thanksgiving for us. So I think you have to be flexible, too. That's really key, especially for those of you out there that really like to know what's happening you have to just put on your flexible hat on those those seasons when there's little ones. So some of the Thanksgiving ideas that mm-hmm. I have heard about, somebody said they had a Thanksgiving tree, and they had these blank tags that people in the family could write down something they loved or appreciated about other members. So you might have like five tags that say Lauren or five tags that say grandma or grandpa on them. And they're just really helpful, especially if you don't want to think spur of the moment. Oh, that's a great idea. And it seems easy enough. You know, if you're a Pinterest mom, you can make it super cute. But, you know, get an envelope if you're not. No excuses here, right? (laughs) Yeah, and and it's very easy. And for people who feel funny about saying it on the spot, you know, at the table. It's really cool for them to have that written down. So that helps that. I love that idea. What else do you have? Well, one of the other ideas might be um, if people have trouble participating, for example, what you could do is have three fall objects 
that, that are small that you pass around, whether it be three acorns, three corn kernels, and, and then as each person receives one, they say something they're thankful for and they pass it on. And then that allows family who wouldn't normally talk very easily to at least mention three different things that they're thankful for. Yeah, that would work great with, with little little kids too. That's helpful. Yes. Maybe so they don't say that they're thankful for you know, 85 things, but yeah. you can encourage that too. It's true. It's true. Um, one thing I really think is, is fun is just play games together. We kind of mentioned that a second ago and didn't have to be the same game or take a walk together, but have some fun things too. One cool thing to do that my mom was really good at is inviting somebody who has no place to go, no family or anything to join your family for Thanksgiving. It means the world to them and it teaches your kids how to be hospitable and gracious and less selfish and thinking about others. Um, even That's great, yeah. You know, it can even be other college kids. I mean, I remember one Thanksgiving, how many college kids did you bring home with you from Wheaton? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. I was only 45 minutes away, and my friends were from all over the country, and I think there were five or six of us that came home, and we made the table bigger and bigger. It was yeah, awesome. and it was fun, and they later wrote me the nicest thank you notes on how much it meant to them. So, um, you know, be thinking of others who maybe can't be with family or don't have anybody to be with. So those are just a few ideas. I'm sure everybody out there has a lot more, and it might be involved cooking together. It could be anything, but uh, there's some great ideas to use for Thanksgiving. What we really want to encourage the women out there is to be thinking now about Christmas. The reason is then you're not overwhelmed at the last minute. Make You're not a stress monster. Right. Trying to make lovely traditions happen with the gritting through your smiling teeth. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, absolutely. First, be realistic, you know, mm. depending on your kids' ages and your schedule and your workload, what can you do? And mm -hmm. then think, okay, what can be done way ahead of time, like right now? Um, for example, I've mentioned this before on my blog, but... Uh, our traditional Christmas Eve dinner is something that I can make way in advance, freeze it, and then thaw it that day, and that was stuffed shells. And that was the only reason, because I could make it in advance and freeze it. And you girls always thought, oh, this, we, we never had it any other time. So you girls <laughs> always thought, oh, this is our Christmas Eve dinner, and, you know, it worked great for life. With traditions, what's important is maybe explaining meaning or or creating special moments around the things that aren't necessarily special, like stuffed shells by themselves. You know, we we have mastacholi or whatever throughout the year, but having that be our Christmas Eve meal is what made it special and having that meal be set aside a time where dad who is preaching tons of services and you who are running the services stopped and came home or we would you know we'd, we'd have that meal together really intentionally 
whatever time of day worked. It sometimes was 3 p.m. and sometimes it was 8 p.m. because that's when we mm-hmm. could all be together and have that meal. But it was the moment around it that was so special. I have friends that go to IHOP every Christmas Eve morning and leave a stinking huge tip. And the kids love IHOP, you know, but it's just IHOP. But that is, you know, the huge important part of their Christmas tradition is the special moment that they create around it and the anticipation of who's going to wait on them and who are they going to be able to tip and bless and things like that. It's it's the conversations that you have with your kids around those those ordinary things that make them so special. Yeah. And then I think also just afterwards sharing, having shared that moment together of giving is so meaningful and activity or whatever it is. Our family... Growing up, my dad was not the local preacher. He was an evangelist, so we, he did not have to preach our Christmas Eve services. People probably don't even know what probably that means, not. but it just means he spoke places and same yes, places. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, at other churches and held revivals back in the uh-huh. day. But anyway, on Christmas Eve, our family would make a special bubble loaf or monkey bread, whatever you want to call it, and go pick four families that had had a rough year and we would go carol them and leave them a bubble of and we wouldn't go in and but and we wouldn't pre-call them so they wouldn't you know fix anything up well that worked great in a smaller town in a smaller church when we tried to do that with our girls we realized well first of all we couldn't do that Christmas Eve so I had to adjust it just some Friday in December Also, we live in the Mm -hmm. south suburbs of Chicago, and if you drive somewhere without calling and they're not there, the next house may be 45 minutes away, and you're going to be so bummed by the end of the night if you have hit (laughs) house after house who are not home. So we started calling, seeing if people were there, telling them we're just going to stop by, we're not coming in, and we had something for them, and that worked out well. But the key was thinking of a family or somebody who'd had really rough year, maybe cancer, the death of a loved one, job loss. I, it's, just, it's just about giving and then teaching your family to give. But we had a great time as we drove around and we would carol and, and just chat and listen to Christmas carols in the car on the way. And it was a special memory for you girls. Yeah, we had we had a great time actually doing it. You know, um, it doesn't you don't have to go sing Christmas carols, but the whole act of even collaborating to talk about who's had a hard year one gave us a ton of perspective in the midst of a very selfish season, and two gave us a sense of purpose because we were able to talk about people we knew and loved and said what about them and what about them and you guys didn't have a pre-planned list of people we should go see we talked about it as a family who do you think well who do you think and that gave us a sense of purpose and the collaboration and then actually seeing it through and getting to do that um, the intentionality of it meant so much to people I I know that whatever form I don't know you know exactly how but that I want to carry on something like that where 
we're intentionally going out of our way to bless people together as a family, it is so special and our memories of it are really special. And yeah, we had to do it a different night, you know, especially once we got into high school. Um, we had to put it on the calendar a month in advance because we didn't, all the stars had to align for us to all be home That's at true. the same time. That's but it took the effort. Well, for and sure. I want you to t- know out there that this was nothing elaborate. This is using frozen dough frozen dough you just let it thaw and you roll it dip it in melted butter brown sugar sugar mix and let it rise and then bake it's it's actually on my um website there's a thing called recipes from last december if you really want to look at it it's delicious but it was something that as a kid we could help make and no, it's not that impressive, but delicious. And we always had one that we would eat when we got home, too. So that was our celebration, yes. kind of, to have that that bubble of whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. I think even as we're talking right now, one of the important things about traditions is you get to go back to the memories of the year before. Um, and even talking, you know, I'm reading... Uh, a book about parenting right now and talking about memories with your child, even right after they happen or a year after they happen helps them remember it 10 times better than not talking about it. And traditions help create those conversations really naturally where you get the special memories brought up again and again. And, you know, no matter what happens that year, no matter how rocky the relationships or the friendships, having those special moments to go back to really help. Yeah, I I totally agree. It really, really does. It's it's great for kids and their memories and the adults, too. So um, the the big thing I would probably encourage is don't romanticize and have this Norman Rockwell thing in your mind. I think if you lower your expectations out there, women, you're going to enjoy it more. Yes, plan is what, you know, depends on you. You know, get it on the calendar, be the one that implements, whatever. But also be realistic. You know, kids get sick, somebody has a bad day. Yeah, the the one time we got out of a car and whatever the food dish we were carrying in the garage just turned upside down and uh, all over the garage. Yep, we can't eat that anymore. So it's uh, it's very interesting how we can romanticize and try to make things more uh, beautiful than they actually will be. So lower your expectations is good advice. Which... In a social media world, it is hard to not want things or expect things to be Pinterest perfect. That's true. (laughs) But that reminder is so great. Let's just throw it out the window. Stop trying to be Pinterest perfect and just do something meaningful already. Yeah, and if I were you, I would pick one thing that you really want to do. Like if you want to make one decoration for your home, just pick one. Don't pick even three or four, if your schedule is not realistic to that, you'll be up all night. Um, That's insane. I know it would be wonderful if we could do everything we wanted, but let's just be realistic. Really get rest. Really plan ahead, starting now. And just try to savor uh, the moments with our families and love them. 
that's that's what's important and bring um, Jesus and his love into to everything that you can. That's great. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope that this really spurs on some joyous moments and memories for your holiday season. I know it has been an important part of my life, and so I encourage you to, to do that for your own kiddos out there. Don't, don't be intimidated. Get some confidence. Get a plan together, and let's do it. Thanks so much for tuning into Momentum. For more information and encouragement, be sure to check out deniseharlow.com or follow Denise Harlow on Instagram or Facebook. And we can't wait to talk to you soon.